What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, a.k.a. Lottie Dottie. Uh, welcome to this week's episode, y'all. If you're watching on YouTube, oh my goodness, you get free feet. Gross. Um, this week is sort of like a self-assessment because a lot of times our mindset kind of creeps up on us, right? And it's something that we always have to work on. So it's kind of like one of those things you need to constantly check. So even though this is something like an area that I'm always working on, I also have to actively catch myself when I'm slipping into like, you know, old thinking habits or just negative thoughts, things like that. So this week, I want to help you assess if that is you and how we can fix it. So this week is seven signs that we are in our head, that we are overthinking what that looks like, what the reality is, right? Because there's like a whole story and a whole situation that will go on inside of our head. And it's just like not the truth. It's like not the reality, but we make it that way and then we act accordingly. So I want to help us get out of that pattern um, and how to fix it. Uh, these are some super common things that I go through with my dance clients, actually, and they don't even realize that they're doing them and that it's happening. Um, but we're able to catch them when we're just able to sit down and kind of assess our, our actions in class and how we react to things. And um, I, it, it's mostly about becoming aware because you can't fix anything if you just don't even know that you're doing it to yourself. And um, that's that's going to help us in class. So then we can actively overcome so this episode is for my dancers who have been feeling either blocked or stagnant um, if they keep on coming to a, a, a problem that they keep on encountering. Uh, dancers with anxiety or imposter syndrome. I think that's a lot of us. That's myself included. And uh, any dancer who's curious if they are blocked, you know, if this is your first episode tuning in with me, I think this is a great episode for you, friend. Thank you for joining us so we can kind of dive right in. So let's get into it. All righty. So sign number one, you have anxiety instead of excitement. Uh, going into class. So classes just starting not to feel fun. It's starting to feel like a chore. Like I know what you know that I I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, instead of signing up for class and being like, all right, let's go. Like you're dreading class all day or say you signed up for class last week and then, you know, it, the day comes and you're like, fuck, I have to go to class. And you're just like really dragging your feet. You're getting anxiety over this thing that you need to do. Um, it's not like excited anxiety, like it's anxious, like scared. It's anxious, like I don't want to go. I don't feel good. Um, and then you start trying to find excuses, right? I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't feel good. I feel tired. Oh, my friends aren't going, so I'm not going to go. Oh, I don't like that song choice. So I, I just I'm not going to go or they're filming or they're not filming. Um just saying things to your set yourself to make it okay not to go, <laughs> you know, because once we get into that mindset, like, ah, I don't want to go. I have anxiety about going. Our brain automatically kicks into that. How can I get out of this? Like, I, I don't, I don't like the situation. Let me go ahead and flee. So the reality is, cause we got to check ourselves. We need to assess where this anxiety is actually coming from. Like why is class no longer fun? 
And this happens to me. Sometimes I'll sign up. Like I said, I sign up for class and then the day comes and I'm just like thinking about it all day. Like, fuck, I have a class at three. I have a class at three. And then like two o'clock comes and I'm like, oh, am I going to go? Like I already signed up for class. What am I talking about? Am I going to go? And then I'm like, why am I feeling this anxiety? Like, because you have to remember, we like dance, don't we? We enjoy dancing. So where's this anxiety coming from? Um, and then that's when I sit there and I think I'm like, okay, maybe it's the expectations I'm placing on myself for this class. Maybe it's because I'm expecting, you know, for the choreographer to see me in class and I'm putting that pressure on myself. I feel pressure to perform. I pressure to pressure to film. Is it because I don't no longer like the class? Like you really have to start asking yourself, like, why am I feeling this anxiety towards class because you have to remember class is just class class is just class there is no uh special meaning and our brains are I'm gonna bring this up again our brains are meant to do that our brains are meant to find meaning they want to our brains like want to find a pattern of a reason you know what I mean and class is just class you go and you get better you go and you enjoy it so when you start to have these crazy like I have anxiety. I I don't want to go. I'm feeling weird. Um, Leading up to the class, you need to assess like, where is that coming from? Maybe it's the energy in the class. Maybe it's the atmosphere of the class. Like, like I said, do you even enjoy it? You want to try to get to the root of the issue. um, So it's not affecting your performance. It's not affecting your, your drive to go. Also, a note about drive, because, you know, when when we don't want to do something, we start to come up with all these crazy excuses why it's okay. Oh, I'm tired today. I don't feel good. My stomach kind of hurts. I kind of have a headache. I really need to catch up on this, this and this, like all these excuses. Um, I say this a lot of episodes, but your motivation is fake. I don't know what self-help person told you it was real, friend, but it's not real. Um, you have to create the motivation for yourself. And this shit is hard. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you you guys know I'm not for the um, toxic uh, positivity, toxic, just drive yourself into the ground motivation. But we have to be able to discern when we are, you know, fleeing what we need to get done. Like, say if we really honestly should be going to class. Um and when it's okay to rest, you know what I mean? Or, or are we fleeing the situation, you know? So um, that's why I'm such a big fan of schedules because then you can schedule in your rest days and you know that you're not actually burnt out. You're just dragging ass today, you know what I mean? Um, so don't use, uh, when you start to get on that spiral of, Ugh, I don't want to go to class, I have anxiety, Don't use like I'm tired as an excuse because you're always going to be tired. Like you're always going to have a a reason why not to go. Um, And you have to really ask yourself, am I really tired? You know, I did have rest day like yesterday and the day like before. So like, am I really tired? Now, if you've been running on empty, obviously you might be burnt out and tired. But like I said, that's why I like schedules because you schedule in your rest day. You can ensure that it's not tiredness that you're feeling it's not burnout that you're feeling it's just the lack of motivation which is something that you have to create for yourself it sucks it really does and 
Uh, if you want more on how to create that motivation, um, there's a few episodes back. Just kind of scroll through. But I have an episode all about motivation is fake and how you can create that for yourself. Awesome. So sign number two that you're getting into your head in class um, is you get into the classroom, you go straight to the back. Straight to the back, my friend. You avoid being seen. You don't want to mess up in the front. You don't want to take up space in the front. You just go straight to the back. And I I be guilty of this too. And there's all kinds of reasons you come up in your head because like I said, our mind is amazing and our mind wants to create all these reasons and these patterns and all that. So, you know, I'm like, oh, just, you know, I'm not, I don't need to be in the front today. Like, let me just, you know, I don't need to take up space. I already, I already did the combo last week, whatever. This is round two. All these reasons, all these reasons. And the reality is when you go straight to the back and you don't claim your spot in the front, you are voting against your own self-confidence, okay? It does not matter if you know the piece, if you don't know the piece, if you feel confident in that style, if you know the choreographer, if you don't feel like you're good, you need to vote for that self-confidence and stand in front. That is an active way that you can practice self-confidence and it's gonna feel crazy because you're like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. It don't matter, who says that you have to know what you're doing to stand in the front? There is literally no rules over where you should stand according to how good or not good you are in class. So if you are trying to find ways where you can, you know, practice that self-confidence because it's practice, um, I want you to go into the classroom and stand straight in the front. And sometimes I do this, like if it's a, honestly, if it's a new class, I'm like, you know what? We're going right behind the teacher. Like we're going right in front. I don't care. I don't care if I don't know what I'm doing. And there was so many times, there's so many times now where I go and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? But you have to you have to fight for that self-confidence and it'll come. It'll come and, it, and sometimes it goes and then it comes back. But you have to try. You have to try. Uh, you also, like I said, you're going to set yourself up for success when you go straight to the front instead of the back. We all know that you cannot see a damn thing in the back. You can't, um, if, especially if it's crowded. OK, um, you you it's really hard to learn so you're just not even setting yourself up for a good class because you're going to be stressed the entire time that you can't see um i want you to be your biggest cheerleader and uh, i have a few theories about this so in my red room class i i make them you know choose themselves when we go out for groups i don't usually um, like call out groups, I'll be like, okay, four people go, you know, because I want you to choose yourself. I want you to place yourself in the front. I want you to do that because no one is going to do that for you. No one is going to do that for you. And that's in life. It really, it's, um, it sucks, but it's just the truth. And that's, I mean, that's okay. That's why we just grow and we evolve. Um, I want you to be your biggest cheerleader because when you like yourself and when you cheer for yourself and when you have confidence in yourself, it also gives people around you permission to do the same thing for you. So like I so so what I'm saying is when you like yourself and when you're like standing up there with confidence, like I know what I'm doing. Or even if I don't, I deserve to be here. I 
am worthy of standing in front and I'm going to have confidence about whatever happens. People will look at that and be like, I admire her. I like the confidence that she's bringing. It doesn't even matter if you know the steps or not. It's just your energy and your presence. It gives people permission to celebrate you as well. So I don't care how nervous you are. I don't care what's going on. If you want to break this habit and if you um, are just noticing that there's some weird mind mindset shifts happening, I want you to take yourself out of it and stand in the front. Uh, number three sign that you might be in your head in the dance classroom is you are frantically practicing on the sidelines. And I'm talking about group one, group two, you know who you are. When we are going in groups and you are standing there frantically trying to figure out the eight count that we just did all of class and you know it and I know it and we all know it, but you're standing there trying to do your last minute touches. Maybe you're trying to work on facials. Maybe you're trying to work on choices uh, when you really should just be observing. So the reality is, right, because we're going to stand there and stress ourselves out. What I say to everybody is if you don't know it by the time we're doing group one, group two at the end, girl, you're not going to know it in the last like 20 seconds. Do not stress yourself out. Let it go. Let it go. Now is the time for you to watch your peers because and now it's it's time to assess your musicality. I think that the choreo, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't move on. You know what I'm saying? But the musicality is something that you can get from watching other people. And if you're standing on the sidelines, really trying to work on yourself, trying to retain this choreo, that's not going to happen. You're going to miss out on some really great musicality and choices that you can learn from observing other people. Sometimes people have, sometimes you've been doing the musicality wrong all class, or sometimes people have different textures than you and you're not going to be able to try them on or even observe them and see how they're hitting things. If you are so busy, you know, sitting in your head, this is the part of class where a lot of us start to focus on becoming perfect instead of being present. And I think that you are such a better dancer when you're present. When you're trying to be perfect, that's when you feel like you're messing up. That's when you mess up for real. You know what I'm saying? But when you are focusing on being present, that's how you're able to overcome if your you know body misses a step or something because you're so deep in the music and you're listening to what is the, what the music is doing that it doesn't even phase you that you miss a step because you're able to just flow through that. You know what I'm saying? My advice to you is stop practicing. Stop practicing on the sidelines. And if you do, like watch other people and maybe just do a, a mark with your arms like do not practice honestly I I feel like I'd be doing worse when I'm standing on the sidelines trying to practice and I'm not watching other people I literally am such a visual learner that I have to watch other people I'll watch somebody that you know they like like I said, like they have that confidence where I'm like, OK, I trust them, you know, because they trust themselves. And I'm like, OK, let me see how they hit it. You know what I'm saying? And it, it helps me like absorb the choreo better because the way that they do things, I'm able to remember. And then that way, when I'm out on the floor, you know, I'm able to bring that out as well. So try your best. Um, I know we 
always say support your peers, right? Because it's um, it's really scary when you're out, which is crazy because it's like we're dancers and we love what I do, what we do. But yeah, it could be really scary when you're out there on the on the floor. So do your best to support to support and be present. Don't don't worry about being perfect. Be present. That's such a better uh, takeaway from class. Number four sign that you might be in your head is you are freezing up in front of the camera. Um, You start second guessing your every single move because now there's a camera in front and now everyone's watching you and you start doing things that you have not been doing all a class and it's very distracting. I get it. Like when we like when the lights start coming on and all class, we've been in the mirror, you know what I'm saying? And then here comes the camera in your face and you can't see yourself in the mirror. It's all very distracting. So the reality of this is trying to find better grounding techniques to keep yourself connected to your body and less focused on your surroundings. I'm probably going to do a whole episode on how to stay grounded in class because this is crazy. Um, One thing that I like to focus on is orienting myself in the room. So uh, switch it up, switch it up. Every time you go into a classroom, stand somewhere different because we are going to always get set in our ways and we want to stand to the right of the teacher or in the back left or whatever it is. Switch it up. And then while you're there, like take a second to like look around and like imagine where the camera would be from here, like wherever you are. Just okay. so if I'm here, probably the camera is going to be right there. So just like keep that in mind. You know what I'm saying? And then try different areas, try different areas to kind of. Keep yourself oriented in the room. Don't feel so turned around because who knows? Maybe the teacher is going to turn you around and make you do the choreo a different way. That always happens. Uh, Secondly, you're going to want to know what the choreo feels like instead of what it looks like. And I can always tell when someone's dancing for the mirror and like watching the choreo on themselves instead of like, What does it feel like in their body? So when you're learning the choreo, it's like it takes a little bit of an extra step of concentration to be like, this is what this feels like. This is what this feels like. This is what this feels like. But you need to start doing that. So then, like I said, when the teacher turns you around or takes the mirror away or there's a camera in front of your face and you can't see what's going on, you don't feel so frazzled because you know this is what this feels like. And... um. It's it's a different way to learn like you really I feel like if you're not used to like taking the the mirror away from yourself, then this is going to feel crazy. And that's a lot. That's when I do my privates. That's something I usually do is I turn my my students around. I'm like, all right, do the choreo. And they're like, I don't remember it. And I'm like, because you've been relying so heavily on your eyes and you have to be so in tune with your body. And when you're in tune with your body and you you're focusing on what things feel like, it helps to like ground you and keep you calm, right? You guys do those little anxiety exercises like six things you can touch, five things you can smell, like getting all your senses involved, right? So uh, same kind of concept when you're you're moving around. You're like, this is what this feels like. You need to be hyper-focused on the feeling. When you're freezing up in front of the camera, I also think that you might be focused too much on 
looking a certain way. And you really need to just allow yourself to be. It's really hard because I think a lot of us are perfectionists and we want to look good. But there comes a certain level of like reserve, like reservation and like not wanting to be vulnerable when you are trying so hard to be perfect. And it just it doesn't translate well on camera. It translates as very timid and like like reserved or shy or like not knowing what you are capable of doing you know what I mean instead of just allowing yourself to dance I feel like the best dancers are not afraid to look quote-unquote ugly right um so allow yourself to just be ugly or be observed without having to feel so polished Number five sign that you might be getting into your head in the dance classroom is you can't take a compliment or you are constantly making excuses. So tell me if this sounds like you. When people are coming up to you and they're like, oh my God, girl, you're killing it. And you're like, no, like I'm okay. I'm not that good. Or they're like, oh my God, I want to be like you. And you're like, no, you know, just like turning it down or if they're like, oh, my God, you know, they're trying to pl play you up. Oh, man, you was killing it. To no, today's not my best day. Like, I don't feel too good. My my shoes, uh, my outfit sucks. And just like constantly putting yourself down. OK, I think we've all been there at like some point because I don't know why. But like, is that like something that we're taught? Like you can't like accept the compliment and say, like, thank you. Like, is that just like. I don't know what did it maybe like culturally or something like that. But um, the reality is you might have like a fear of success or you might have a fear of allowing yourself to be seen and enjoyed. You know what I mean? And enjoying yourself along with other people. Like for someone to come up to you when you're just doing your thing and tell you, oh, my gosh, like you're killing it. And you can't like sit there with them and like be like, you know what? I was killing it. You know what I mean? Like, why can't you enjoy yourself along with other people? Chances are you're amazing, especially if someone's coming up to you. You know what I mean? Um, it's just hard for us to see that for ourselves. It's hard for us to receive. I think I said something about that last week, how um, to sit there and just receive compliments. It makes some of us feel shy, maybe because, you know, if we sit there, we're like, why do we deserve this? Ooh, ask yourself that question. If you're one of these people that are like, can't take a compliment, sit there and ask yourself, like, why am I not good? Like, why don't I deserve to be praised? And see what answers come up. Like, why aren't you good enough for people to come up to you and say, you're amazing. You're such an amazing dancer. And like, see what comes up. Is it, and it'll probably show you where you're having limiting beliefs about yourself. Um, and it's going to feel, especially if you're not used to like doing stuff like this, it's going to feel like really naked and like raw, like, Oh God, I didn't, I didn't know that I, you know, don't think I work hard enough. And that's why I don't think that I deserve compliments or, um, you know, I don't feel like I have danced a long enough time. So I don't feel like I deserve the praise that I'm getting. Um, and, I feel like that's where a lot of our, um, you know, imposter syndrome comes from is 
is that limiting belief on ourselves. Like, why don't we believe all the, why don't we deserve all the praise and, and glory that everybody gives us? We should be able to sit there and, and take it in with everybody else. This is hard to fix automatically, but it's something that you can become aware of. So if you are getting, you know, complimented next time or um, somebody's come up to you and, you know, you're inclined to turn the compliment down, just become aware and just say thank you. Like, I feel like that's a good place to start until we start to deep dive behind what's maybe going on more. But like I said, you can't fix it unless it comes to your attention. So pay attention to how you receive compliments. Number six sign that you might be getting in your head as a dancer is you pick apart all of your footage. Is this you? You get your footage back and you're just sitting there straight. Oh, I didn't do this. Oh, I didn't do that. What am I looking at? I didn't. I messed up the whole choreo. I this and that. Right. The reality is, like I said before, the mind is looking for reasons. Your mind is looking for patterns and reasons why. And so when, you, when you're watching something, your brain is going, okay, you didn't do any of this, so that means that you suck. That means that you're this. That means that you're that. In reality... That don't mean a damn thing except for you got your footage back and this is what it looks like. Point blank, period. But when we get our footage back, we want to tear everything down and just negate all of our hard work and make a reason why for how we performed. There is no no reason. There is no meaning. This is your performance and that's it. It was one class. You know, and it's really hard because, like I said, that's what our brain is trained to do. It's made to find patterns and it wants a reason to to be it, it wants a reason why. And it wants a so this means that and there is none. There is none. You got your footage back. This is what it looks like. Enjoy it, you know, and it's a tool. It's a tool to help promote ourselves on Instagram or, um, you know, trying to get into casting or uh, maybe an audition. It's a tool to watch ourselves and try to uh, fix anything that we want to work on. It's a tool to help us feel good, but it shouldn't be a tool that we use to tear ourselves down. That would be the worst tool ever. Hate that for us. So something that I like to do is when I get my footage back, I try to find all the stuff I like. Like if it's a if it's something that I particularly particularly uh, don't uh, feel comfortable with posting, because like I said, there's tons of footage of me that you guys have not seen. But those are the ones that I use as my best tools. I look at the footage and I say, okay, what is there that I can fix? What is it about this specifically that I don't like? Um, instead of going to a negative place and making it mean I'm a sucky dancer, I. What am I doing? I don't deserve. Anyways, all you get the dramatics, okay? Instead of making the footage mean something, I look at it and I say, okay, what can I like physically fix next time? Okay, so I'm gonna try working on looking at the camera. I'm gonna try using my arms more. I'm gonna try being sharper, bigger, this or that. You know what I mean? And use it as a tool to get where I want to be, and not make it mean anything. Like I said, it was just footage. They took it, and that was it. Doesn't have to mean anything. But it's really it's really hard. Um, like I said, if this is, if this is you, I want you to start out small. Just get your footage, 
pick five things, five things, 10 things that you like. Write them down. Write them down. I think there's such power in writing stuff down. And number seven, reason that you may be getting in your head in dance classes is you feel alone. You feel alone in classes. Oh, how sad is that? We're surrounded by people. You feel alone. When you go to dance class, you feel disconnected. You feel unseen. You feel alone. Um, maybe you feel like you can't be yourself. And then that starts to affect your freestyles, right? If we don't feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable. Uh, and then this ultimately hinders your ability to perform either on camera or just in general. You just feel unsupported. When in reality, this is tough, but isolation is a choice. Hear me out. Because I know when you're in a lonely place, it feels very um, like there's no help that you can that you can get from anyone or it feels very alone. OK, and um, you have to understand that you need to become aware of the feeling. So I feel alone in this class. And then you need to understand that there's a choice that comes along with that. So I feel alone in this class. OK. Is it the class? Is it the environment? Maybe it's just the class and the environment. Like I've been to those classes and like everybody feels disconnected. Okay, the choice here is I can choose not to go to this class. There's literally so many classes and I have before. There's been classes where I'm like, I don't connect with this energy. I'm going to remove myself from this energy. And then I didn't feel alone anymore. And I went to other class communities that felt so much more connected. And then I realized, oh, shit, it's not me. I'm not the drama. The class was the drama and leave it at that. But you have to find the choice in in the problem. Um, or maybe it's uh, when you go to class, you don't have any friends in that class. OK, I listen, I got something crazy for my social anxiety girls because me too. OK, your choice here would be make one friend, just one, just one. I know sounds wild. And it could just be something so simple like a hey, a hello. Hey, girl, I like your heels. Hey, I love your shirt. Uh, cool sneakers. Do you take this class often? Like, should we do an episode on icebreakers in class? Because I got you. Just little things like that. Maybe you exchange Instagrams. Hi, my name is Latte. Like simple shit will be changing because then you have a friend in that class. You don't feel so alone. And I know it feels so lonely sometimes. I get it because like I have my days, but in my loneliness or in my, you know, in my head, because our head obviously is very lonely. I have to realize that I have a choice to turn, turn this around. Another thing to remember is we all kind of feel this way. Like everybody does and everyone's just kind of putting on a front like everyone is is doesn't want to look stupid. Everyone is nervous to be in the front. Everyone is nervous to go into class. They don't know it's a hard teacher like everyone feels the same way, but no one like wants to talk about it. They don't. So when you're brave enough or even if yeah, if you're brave enough, because you can still be scared and be like, fuck it, I'm going to be brave and like say hi break the ice, whatever. If you're brave enough to break that ice, then it gives permission to other people. Okay. Someone else talked, cracked a joke. I'm going to, I'm going to start talking too. You know what I mean? So don't be afraid to speak up, say hi, make a friend, ask a friend to come to class with you. Maybe someone that you just met. 
hey, I'm going to go to so-and-so's class. You want to go? I have like group chats all over the place with different people that I take different classes with <laughs> because I because of that reason, because I know I have a hard time, which is so crazy because I'm so like outspoken. But like I think because in class I'm like in focus mode that I'm like, oh, I can't talk. But then I don't have any fun and then I don't do well. You know what I mean? I do way better in my classes when I have friends with me um, and I could tell. I can tell when I'm having fun and I'm making friends. You know what I mean? So understand that you have a choice. Like it does feel very lonely. Yeah. In your head. But you have a choice and you need to get out of your head and be in class with everybody else. So I wanted to do this episode because, like I said, if we're not aware of the things that are setting us back after we've, you know, invested so much into our growth, after we've taken all the classes we've done the big trainings we're auditioning we're doing that we're we're showing up every day we're spending so much money but we're spending so much time in our head and then we're self-sabotaging yikes um we're not going to get anywhere you know what I mean and we're we're going to feel isolated we're going to feel like all the things that we're doing aren't working and we're not going to know how to get past that but if we are aware of what's happening, then we can be like, okay, I need to stop this pattern right now. Whether it's, you know, every time the camera comes out, I'm getting scared. Whether it's I'm feeling lonely in class. Whether it's um, any any of the things, any of the signs that we just talked about. Um, awareness is important. And then being able to stop the pattern where it is. So if this is your first time listening, like I said, hi, my name is Latte. I'm your girl. If you are feeling stuck in any of these kind of ways, um, like I said, I have a whole bunch of other episodes for you. Take a scroll through my library and I have a whole bunch of other resources for you as well. But I love you guys and I hope you guys have a fabulous week. Make sure you stay the heck out of your head. It's not fun in there. And send this over to a dancer or artist that needs a little bit of, of love or maybe you see that they're a little stuck or a little... Um, caught up or you know we get all dissociated and and whatnot in class um, and let them know that it's okay you've got a friend we can get through this I'll talk to you guys next week <laughs>